0: everybody thank you for joining in on this week's episode of welcome home with the katinas i uh want to start off by letting all of you know if this is your first time watching or listening uh, this podcast is just a small part of what we do here at the katinas a small part of our our community and um we want to invite you all into that Uh, several of you have been listening or watching for a long time and you're a part of it and um i want to thank you guys for for all that you add to our cousin community and let you know that the we're not stopping anytime soon we want to keep making this better and better but if you are new to the show um the best way to find out more about our community is either visit the katinas on facebook or visit the you can find out more about what we do here at the, with the katinas um there so that's that and speaking of community we today is July the thirteenth. Happy birthday to my cousin Courtney. Yay, happy yes. birthday, sure. Courtney. Um, but we just got home. We being me and my dad and and my uncles and a lot of my family. We got home from Oceanside, California, a few days ago, and we spent last uh, a good part of last week at the cousins reunion, and I feel like. First show back from the reunion, I have to lead with that and talk with you guys about it. I'd love to hear from you, Dad, or Uncle Yetzi, or Uncle James. And also, by the way, first time on the show is my cousin Levi John. Uh, (laughs) Levi. (laughs) Levi. uh,
1: uh, Uncle Jesse shrank, man. (laughs) Uh, This is uh, my godson, Levi John.
0: (laughs) Maybe we'll talk more about Levi later, but um, Levi's joining us on the show today. But I want to ask you guys just what your thoughts are, initial thoughts on how the reunion was and what you enjoyed about it. No, 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 no. Hmm. hmm.
2: Well, how about we sing happy birthday to Courtney? Is that okay. Yeah. I mean, I know it's only three of us. but <laughs> Let's do it. Well, you know, let me Courtney's be, be four-part
1: four harmony right here. Before we, we <laughs> sing that, Joe, uh, um, when, when the girls were, were little, um, I wrote this song, and every time we'd go out on the road, I would sing this song. And it was, we love our little girls, our beautiful little girls. We love Caitlin. She is six. We love Callie. She is four. We love Courtney. She's two. Every day we thank God when we pray for our beautiful little girls. Oh, wow. And so now it's... We love Caitlin. She's 29. <laughs> love Callie. Callie. She's 27. <laughs> Courtney, no, Courtney. She's, she's 25. 25. Wow.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. Happy birthday, Court. Uh, Levi and I—we were the only ones home this morning. So, Levi, did we? We sang a duet to Courtney, didn't Boy. we? Oh uh, yeah. So you can All sing again. We're gonna joints. do a happy birthday, okay? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you.
2: Happy birthday, dear Courtney. Courtney. I'm trying to harmonize, Josh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Courtney Joy. Courtney Joy, we love you. you. Courtney. 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 Actually, Courtney's still out in Cali, I think. She stayed over the reunion. But I think the reunion was phenomenal. It was our second year, uh, last year in Franklin, this year in Oceanside, both our our hometowns. And man... From day one, which was just a week ago, uh, it was, um, the weather was beautiful. The venue was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to our sister, our cousin nephew, and the team. Uh, last year, the wives, our wives, which they did a great job. They were pretty much the hostesses. And so they didn't, it was, they did an amazing job, but they didn't really get to interact with the cousins. So this year we planned, Jay, Uncle James did a good job leading the team. Great job, James, and uh, Auntie Nefu, man, and Lizbeth, and so many other beautiful people of Oceanside came and did, they hosted us. So, man, I I just think it was, shout out all the way around to you too, Josh. You did phenomenal emceeing, you and Eric working in the admin part and trying to help us uh, with the reunion. And the people that showed up, I think, would say that it was well worth the time, uh, the money, and the effort.
3: Yeah, we were just talking, uh, before we went live that, um, just the feedback, uh, we're, we're seeing, uh, just really, uh, positive, but encouraging feedback. And to me, that's, that's success, right? When you, uh, hear things like people, um, a, a lot of comments just saying, man, we, uh, it was more than what we expected. And, uh, and just what you said to start this off, Josh, just the sense of community, um, I really believe was uh, that, that was the, we, we struck that chord, you know, with uh, people that we, we had met throughout our travels, but then there were a lot of uh, people that we met for the first time, I wow. think of people like uh, uh, Elvia, you know, and uh, uh, Elvia, we, well, she flew from Florida, yeah. I believe. And uh, it was her first time to a Cousins event. And not only did she, she come there by herself, she actually made it on stage and, and was a part of karaoke. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty huge. So uh, again, I, I think um, beyond, I mean, the morning devotions were powerful. Uh, our dinner times with the Cousins, uh, all of that was great. Karaoke, pickleball, girl talk, uh, sounded like it was a hit. But again, I think the central theme was uh, people just feeling like, man, I, I feel seen here. I feel like there is significance. And 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 Josh, you set the tone in just saying that God did not intend for anyone to do life alone. You know, and so community is is really what cousin is all about. And uh, I can't wait. I mean, people are already talking about where's the next, uh, <laughs> cousins reunion or maybe a cousins cruise. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, man, it's really just, um, gathering together, uh, growing in our walk with Jesus and with each other. So, uh, it was, yeah, it was a success for sure.
1: Man, I, I think, uh, Saturday was, was a, a big day. We ended with a bang, Oh um, Saturday. Well, first of all, Saturday morning, um, John and I weren't able to attend this uh, workout with kids, but uh, man, I, I saw pictures, and do you guys want to mention just like yeah. how how we were able to to help this, yeah. this group of kids? Yeah. So
2: Uncle Junior Seau, Josh, um, he started a workout years ago, him and uh, another cousin, real cousin of ours, Paul Pow Pow, And so Paul has carried it on. Uh, and basically it's a summer workout program for Just young people. I asked, how old do you have to be? And they said, as soon as you can run. So there was like five-year-olds to college athletes there uh, early in the morning. When I tell you I've never seen a workout like this before, I've never. And I've been around some workouts. He, Paul, is an amazing trainer, amazing um, mentor, amazing coach. And they just they do it for free. It's on the beach, too, It's on the beach. Yeah, that's cool. Dude, they're doing bear crawls. Backwards, going going uh, uphill.
0: uh,
3: Uh,
0: I mean, and it, anyways. I wonder how many, uh, like, division one athletes or pro athletes have come from those workouts i bet there's uh, quite a few i don't know but i saw at least five or six guys that were
2: they you know they're beasts wherever they play
3: well they 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 look like college athletes but then i i uh, uh, one gentleman and he's just going to be a junior in high school wow (laughs) (laughs) defensive end, yeah uh, just yeah but it was uh it's it's pretty incredible what they're doing.
0: That that reminds me of when my brother Eli was in high school, and at one point Eli had dreams of playing college football. Yeah. Part of if you if you're a high school athlete, especially in football, you know part of the process is you go to these camps in yeah. the off season um, where you're there to train and get better, but also it's kind of a showcase sort of event. And I remember Eli Eli would go every summer to multiple camps here in the Tennessee area, the South. And I think he usually was like one of the better guys at these camps. And, but there was one time where he got to go to a camp out in the West coast. I don't, somewhere in the West coast. And I remember Eli came back and I was like, how's the camp? He, and he was just like, man, those guys are different, bro. (laughs) He said, he, he said, we, our warm-up he was like that was like the full camp for most of these places i thought we were almost done they said all right let's start and so i think the maybe it's the conditioning or something is more emphasized in california athletes but yeah i don't know
2: yeah but i as uncle yeti was alluding to so i asked uncle pa i said so dude how do you raise money to do this he said man it's all donation Mm. so man it was a great opportunity for katina community and love squared to just give back, they, at the end of the year, they always have a uh, end of the year celebration for, and, you know, a lot of these kids are, uh, come from, you know, less fortunate uh, financially, at least, and so, Love Squared and the Katinas, we were able to give them a donation to basically take care of the rest of their uh end of the year party that oh, they wow. were they were they they needed money for, so man, it was great to be there and great to give back to, literally to our
0: community of Oceanside That's awesome. Uncle Yetzi, I think we cut you off though you wanted to talk about Saturday, so it started with that morning with the with the yeah. workouts and then go ahead it
1: started out with the morning josh and then um, and then we had another moment with the cousins where. Um, what you had to share with them, man, that was just—it was big, man. Just you—you uh, you talked about um, creation and when God created, and and God said, "This is good," and "This is good." And, and the first time He said that um, uh, something was no was not good was when He said, "Man um, should not be alone. It's not good that man is alone." And um, just to reiterate what we've been talking about, community and, and really giving people an opportunity um, to be reminded that they matter. They matter. And you are a part of the family. You are part of the cousins. And, and that was the, I think it's the highlight of my year just because it was a time that we can, uh, we can do ministry, do life with our, our wives and, and with our kids that were there and it just really just uh, touched my heart how everyone was um, engaged you know and um, and <laughs> we prayed because we learned from the last reunion that you have to have stamina, you have to have strength and and um, felt like like God gave us the strength that we needed um, Joe, I wanted to say man just because uh, we we after the Saturday thing well, Maybe at some point we 'll talk about the Saturday evening event that we did but but then uh, the next day, Sunday, we ended at a church venture church mm-hmm. and I think you spoke one of probably one of the best messages that i 've ever heard you speak it was um, and you know we, it would take take a few minutes to like describe why you know but it, but there was a lot of uh, just transparency, and and uh, I, I feel like that resonated with 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 that church. So it was just a beautiful weekend.
3: I was gonna um, you 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 said a few things, Jetty, that uh, made me think of something that I I believe you you said um, Josh at the end of uh, Friday night. I think it, yeah, it was Friday night. Just uh, your personal experience. You know, you've been through too many, you know, Katina shows, but there was something special about uh, Friday night, but really about that whole weekend. Um, And I felt it too. I I really felt uh, just a special connection. I mean, we've sung a lot of these songs (laughs) hundreds of times, but there was something special about about even the the shows and, and playing these songs in front of this core group, you know, what we call the cousins. And um I uh I, I, I again I I I I think it's a part of it was just the opportunity to just spend um significant time with these individuals. You know, normally when we do a show we're kind of in and out and we're going to the next city, you know, hopping on a plane or whatever. But we, uh, we were we were parked for for, for three days and uh, just literally having communion, having breaking bread with these uh, amazing people and uh, so uh, I, I I'd love to say that everyone you know needs to experience a, a cousins reunion at some point
0: I agree I, um, I'm glad you brought up Saturday Uncle Yetzi because that, that this was like the one thing I wanted to talk with you guys about was. Um, your Saturday night show, mm. it was an outdoor mm. concert. It was kind of the the last event of the reunion and it 's been a while since i 've seen <laughs> you guys perform in a in that kind of environment an outdoor it was a festival it was a Samoan cultural celebration yeah. in oceanside and I wanted to talk with you guys specifically just about because you guys are a band I know that we don 't always talk about music on the show but the music is a huge part of what you guys do. And I think specifically the live show is very important for, for who you guys are and what you do. And I just want to ask you, to I would love to hear from you guys 30 plus years later after your guys' first live show, whenever that was, what is your preparation like for a show like that? what are your what are your thoughts like what are you focusing on is are you not thinking at all is it just is it just like you're on autopilot i'd love to hear from you guys about that
1: we we're, we're definitely thinking about it i mean we, we thought about it months before um, because we we learned about this platform josh like you said it was a it's an existing uh, festival it, i mean annual festival i think they are like in their do you know how many years uh, yeah a lot of years yeah. um but man there's also kind of uh, some nerves that that we feel because we know that we're not totally in charge of like production mm. and so man these things are it's a hit and miss man yeah. like uh <laughs> like when we first uh, our production guy joey he made contact with the production guy for the show and the production guy just said, "Oh man, just over here we just do plug and play, <laughs> yeah. plug and play. What in the <laughs> heck is that, man? <laughs> That's where each band just has like five minutes yeah. to just plug yeah. their stuff up and then go. You know the, mm-hmm. and and uh, but we were able because uh, we were able to make preparations ahead of time where we got a little sound check, mm-hmm. and uh, because we 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 knew how." important this platform was, because it's not just a normal, you know, like um, what we do. Uh, churches, we do a lot of churches. We do a lot of uh, events where people people know the Lord, you know. Yeah. But uh, at this event, man, there are, there's. this is the public. This is the real public. <laughs> it's like the heart of Oceanside. Yeah. The Junior Sale Amphitheater, and uh, what a platform. And the event, man, it was... There were there were tons of people there. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of them um, being from our ethnicity, you know, they're, they're Samoan. So that also uh, was part of what, what pulled our hearts t- towards uh, preparation and just making sure that um, we made the moment count. So that's a little bit of what comes to mind. Yeah,
2: thanks Josh for bringing that up. And I'm glad you were there and man, you know, out of all the compliments that we get, I think the ones that mean the most is from our family. And when I got off stage, and yeah. you just said, "Dad, you guys rock that!" <laughs> Man, that was so fulfilling. Um, and I do think, as Uncle Yeti said, preparation is key. You yeah. know, when you've been doing it for this long, and this is not to brag, but it, um, what we've okay. learned is, if you're going to be better, you have to prepare. You know, somebody said practice makes perfect. It does not make perfect. It makes permanence. Yeah. And so we'll always, if, if you're listening or you're watching, you're like, how do I, how do I continue to do what I'm doing? Preparation is key. And, you know, Auntie so and mom and I were talking about this, you know, Uncle Yetzi did tracks, you know, we did stuff there that we won't ever, we won't do it like on a Sunday. Yeah. We prep, prepare differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as Uncle Yeti said, we prepare, you know, for little things like sound checks. Hey, when is our sound check? You don't yeah. get a sound check. No, we're getting a sound check. Mm-hmm. Cuz we're not going to come all the way out there and we're not going to have you pay all this money for us to just do just it. <laughs> leave it, in your hands. Yeah. And so, you know, we pre- you prepare. Sometimes you do all the pre- preparation and it's still not good, but at least you did everything you could. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think from after for 30 years doing this, you kind of know that what the situation could be like. Mm-hmm. There is going to be. And and I would say every scenario that happens Saturday night, we all imagined yeah. and we all prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't guarantee that it's going to go well, but it just gives you a better shot to be more <laughs> exactly. effective. Right. Um, in fact, there was a compliment. Yes. I don't know. Somebody shared. I, I was ahead, just going yeah. uh,
3: to. I, I mean, if it's the same one. Uh, we got a text. Uh, really well, it was, it was from our, our our sister Nefu, who helped coordinate, and she's just been getting a ton of feedback from people uh, about the reunion, but also about the uh, Saturday uh, show. And uh, one comment was uh, they they told Nefu, man, it, it was it was like the Katinas actually brought their own production. Mm-hmm. You know, their own wow. they they brought their own sound shout system. Shout out Joey. Yeah, shout, shout out, out Jojo. Let me see. Um, but uh, you know, so I, I think it's um, getting feedback like that yeah. that uh, reiterates, but it also makes us appreciate the work that we put in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we uh, we were in Sacramento, and and uh, a couple of days before we we flew out to uh, SoCal, and we had scheduled. We just said, hey, we 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 have a day off. Yeah. Where we could easily, you know, just have a day off, but we decided no. There's still a few things that we need to tweak, and mm. so we took advantage of the opportunity to do that. Um, so it, it does take work. I think that's one thing, <clears throat> because when you you know when you see the way music is created today, the way music is produced with the um, advancement of technology, which all of that is great. I I think one message that mm-hmm. Uh, an old school band like us would love to pass on to this younger generation of, of artists and musicians is it's still important to put in the work. Yeah. To, to practice, to prepare, uh, to communicate. That's, you know, we're, we're, we're not perfect at that, but that's one thing that we do strive on is just communicating. You know, what, what are we going to say? You know, if, if we have an opportunity and Joe, he, he knocked it out of the park um, because this was a, it was an open air. Right. Yep. So you had you, you had Christians there, but you had uh, just people, you know, surfers and all different uh, backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So we're envisioning that this is not a typical worship service on a Sunday morning. It how is. can we how, how can we still win, you know, yeah. and still deliver the message of hope mm-hmm.
0: and love? Yeah, I was gonna say it, it smelled like a Snoop yeah, Dogg yeah, yeah. concert. <laughs> it sure did. It sure did.
2: <laughs> there was all worship yeah. and the yeah. aroma of
3: uh, I was not I, I never got high before, but I thought I was gonna get high that night.
1: <laughs> but I think I think too, uh Josh that um uh, like 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 James is saying, I mean, um so in that type of environment, yeah. how do you present hope and love? Yeah. You know, and um and I think we're very sensitive because we 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 grew up in religious a religious home sure. too, and uh, you know religious home doesn't always produce you know uh life changing effects you know mm-hmm. and and so um, i mean we've experienced a lot of just breakthroughs in our own lives, and we want people out there to experience it too, so yeah. we don't want to. Um, to come across, like, because so many of those people, they've been in churches. Right. And they've been hurt by the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been, um, and there's not a conversation that we're, you know, bashing the church or anyone. But it's just like, okay, what is, how, how does God want us, the Katinas, how, how do we present? And, and I think Joe just, um, it was a very uh, non churchy way, you sure. know, to, to present uh, what a. What a a Christian life could look like, and uh, man, I think I think that we have yet to to hear the effects of mm. of Saturday Night. Mm. Hopefully, oh, years years yeah. from now, somebody's going to say, "Man, it was a Saturday Night in 2023." Right. you know.
0: Well, one last thing about that show, and just your guys' live performances in general. I think that a lot of people who know who you guys are and follow your guys' music, one thing I think they'd probably be surprised by or sh- shocked by is how much you guys rehearse. Mm-hmm. I think for for people who have been, for you guys who've been doing this to get with each other for as long as you have, this is just my thought. I would assume, okay, there's not much that they can do in rehearsal that's like, they probably know everything that they need to know yeah. or... I I don't know, but especially in the past four or five months that I've been working with you guys, you guys rehearse a lot, like regularly. And I don't know. I feel like maybe there's some musicians or artists out there who they could learn from you guys that rehearsal and just practice and preparation, uh, even today for you guys, is still an important part of your guys' process. Go ahead yeah. well wow, so to, uh,
1: totally I mean wh- I, I think Josh uh, what has been a, a, it's a tremendous blessing is just just hearing from you and from uh, your cousins um, and, and, and you're you're at a point where you are you're, you're speaking music language to us and, and you're telling us um, what's you know, what is grabbing young people today. And I, I feel like uh, we've always had a, uh, a desire to reach the whole family. And so to do that, I think that constantly our, our music is evolving. We're making tweaks here and there, whether it's a you know a sound, uh, you know, different types of sounds. And then also looking at what kind of, what event are we doing? So Saturday, we, we knew what it was. We knew the flavor that we were gonna go for, but but so the songs are always changing, and uh, I feel like we've always had a goal to, to, to just get better and get better. Yeah. Uh, as long as we're doing this, we, we don't ever want to just sound old and sound yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the sound. I mean, and the thing is, man, we serve a God who's the creator, man. Yeah. And He's constantly just, He's like, okay, let me give you something else, you know. So uh, the, we're always open to, to that, too. I was
2: listening to uh, Eric Thomas yesterday, you know, he's a motivational speaker and he, he literally, he was saying, man, if, if you're going to do something, be the best at it in your industry. And I think for us, Josh, I think we've been around long enough and we've played with other bands, you know, at different times of our careers. And we've seen bands, um, and it's easy to do. We've seen bands show up and think, man, they're not as good as they used to be. Mm because and it's not that they're not as talented they just are not working as hard. Yeah. Um and that's not judgment because it's hard. Uh, you know, when you're just you're doing the same thing, you get tired like any other thing, but I think for us we without radio, without, you know, record sales, we have to be yeah. good or great at what we do or we can't get our message out. Yeah. Um so it's an opportunity, uh, I, you know. It's not like that. We wake up, think, "Oh, we can't wait to rehearse." But I know this week we're going to be in Murfreesboro, and we're at a church that they see us four times a year. I don't want this week to be the time they're like, "Oh, it's the Katinas again." Yeah.
3: So, I'm. I. You know the. Uh, there's these terms like uh, crusty, you know, crusty <laughs> or stale. Yeah so i I think there's a even though it's not something that we we verbally say i think there's a motivation there's a motivation that as we get older you know we're 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 in our 50s now you know jesse's going to be in the 50 club soon that's motivation you know to um we we don't hop around like we did back in the when we were in our twenties, but yeah, uh, you guys hop around yeah, better uh, than yeah, most 20 right. year no, olds. But, we used to yeah. jump around. Yeah, yeah. Now we hop. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we skip. <laughs> but I, I, I do think that, as Joe was saying, and 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 Yeti, you know, it, it's it's not like it's our favorite thing to do to rehearse, right? And for people who are watching, if you're looking to the right, is is where we we rehearse um, and practice. But again, it's it it it's really um, we, we see this as our life's work. Like this is this is this is I was gonna say this is all that we do. This is what we do, this is what we were called to do. Okay. And you said it best, Jetty. I mean, God has given us a gift and the least that we can do is just continue to sharpen it. Yeah. As as you get older it does get harder. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're you need to warm up a little more. but um, as long as he's he's given us a platform, and as long as there is a there's there are listeners out there, we 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 just the mo- motivation for us is like we don't want to we don't want to drop the ball. Yeah, you know this is serious mm-hmm. to us,
0: Uncle Yetzi. When you were talking, and this um, will we can finish with this. Um, you were talking about just kind of your creative process and trying to be relevant to the whole family and I wanted to I'm gonna uh, loan you a book that I just read recently it's called um, The Creative Act A Way of Being by Rick Rubin wow. uh, he's a he, he's a producer um, and I don't know it. I read the book and his, Rubin's theory or his thoughts are that all creativity comes from what he calls the universe, Mm -hmm. the source. Um, To me, it's God, the creator, but that's what he talks about. And I don't know, the book itself, I think you would enjoy it because it's really about finding, letting the universe come into your art and that uh, all art is just a reflection of, of the world that we live in. And the best art is the clearest picture of, of the world that we live in. And uh, I, I, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago or so, I did a, a podcast episode where I was just by myself. Yeah. And part of it, I just talked about some of the books that I was reading. Mm-hmm. And so I, at the reunion, actually, I got some feedback from some of our listeners And they really enjoyed that part of the podcast is hearing about the books. And so I actually, let me get one second. I brought this with me. Okay. That's funny. While
2: you're getting that, I'm going to talk about the universe. Yeti, I'm watching Alone. Alone, right? And it's about these guys and women, basically, and they're professional survivors, but they're dropped Mm -hmm. off in this place. And one guy, well, a lot of them, but one, they say this. And to me, it's they're just talking about God. Uh-huh. I mean, the universe is their God or uh-huh. whoever. No judgment, but they're just saying, man, I, I'm just... The way I survive is I listen to the universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, don't fish here anymore. Mm-hmm. Go catch a squirrel. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, that's yeah. being led by the spirit.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 So this is... Some people might be interested, some might not. This is the book that I'm reading right now. It's called The Interpretation of Dreams by Sigmund Freud. Um, it's a book about, do you guys know who Sigmund yeah, Freud is? Yeah. yeah, he's probably the most famous uh, psychologist okay. in of our era. He was born in the 1850s, I think, and he's pretty eccentric, but he's really focused, he's kind of the guy who developed the idea of both the conscious and unconscious mind, mm-hmm. and that a lot of, human experience comes from the conflict between those two parts of our of our mind and he specifically sees a lot of value in dreams um that dreams are when our unconscious mind is the most awake and the or at least the least it's the least impeded by our conscious mind mm. that part of and so we get to look into the unconscious mind more but that's what i'm reading right now um uh, yes. i want to ask you guys if you i know some of you guys are reader you guys are all readers uh is there anything you're reading right now or read recently that you want to recommend
1: man i want to be a a reader like you Josh, <laughs> man, because uh yeah. You know, I I don't know if, if people will be encouraged by the John Grisham books that I read. <laughs> <That's laughs> I've been reading lately. Uh, yeah. Millions of readers. On yeah. yeah, but I'm looking forward to this, and then also the one by Rick Rubin. Yeah, you'll yeah. like that a lot, yeah. Uncle.
2: Wow. I uh, me and Mom started reading uh, nonfiction for the first time. You mean fiction? Uh, I mean fiction yeah. for the first time because. Somebody, our friends told us, do you ever read good fiction? And I don't know what it was in me that I felt like, mm, I only read the Bible and yeah, self-helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a guy named Charles Martin, and he writes, and he's a, it's faith background, but it's good stories. But what I've been reading every day, it's, a, it's like a devotion, was actually given to me by Uncle Dan Lascano mm. a couple of weeks, a couple of years ago. Right. But it just laid on our... Um, our coffee table, more uh-huh. for decoration. In fact, I remember him coming and said... He looked at it, and it was real. He goes, you haven't read this yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. But last year, just with some personal stuff that I started going through, I started reading it every day, and it's the art of letting go. And mm. man, it, there, it's, it's a simple read, yeah. but dude, it's speaking to my soul nice. just about a lot of codependency. Um, the, good, the things that I grew up with in our family that... Really helped me, but then there are some other things that they didn't help me, mm. and uh, I think every family are, probably has that, you know, some things that you grew up with that are really good, and some things that are really harmful. Yeah. So the art of letting go uh, cool. is what I'm reading.
1: It's never too late to,
3: yeah. to start reading, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've heard of uh, a guy by the name of David Goggins. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's that, not quote David. No, Goggins. we won't quote David Goggins. <laughs> it's hard to quote him without dropping f bombs. But um, just his story, right yeah. in the book, can't hurt me. Um, and I don't know if you read it yet. You you would love it. This guy, he, uh, you know, he 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 says that he should have been dead, you know, in in his twenties, right? But there was, and and I I don't know that he's. Had an encounter with God, but I when I think of stories like Dave Goggins, you just gotta believe that there was some kind of encounter mm-hmm. that caused him to to flip the switch yeah. and say no. Um, you know there there is hope, yeah. and so it's really a, just a message of of the not only the turnaround, but what how you can live a purposeful life even after you've. You feel like, man, you know, his dad abused him, and it's just yeah. um, so. Uh, and I think about our our life, while while very different from from David Goggins, there's a lot of similarities. There yeah. are parallels, even in being raised in a Christian home, where you don't know it at the time as a, a little eight year old boy, but there's there's some things that um, they they catch up to you. Yeah. They and they, they impact you, mm-hmm. but I, I think the message is you know what? You don't have to be a victim, you yeah. can still be a victor. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's cool. Shout out to David Goggins, he would be an interesting podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> he uh, yeah, he would be fun. He uh, I'll finish with this, dad. Uh, because you were talking about how you guys have started reading fiction, yeah. and it reminded me. I don't know how many classes I took in high school. Uh, several classes, most of them I don't remember them at all. Okay. The one class that I still think about to this day, and this is sad because I can't even remember my teacher's name. But I remember the the class. It was AP English four, and in that class I learned how to find meaning in literature. That's that was like a big part of of the classes analyzing what people are writing and fiction to me has has changed since i took that class because it just allowed me to see kind of the genius more and why are some of these books so like the great gatsby or to kill a mockingbird books everyone has to read why are those why have those stuck with us and i think a lot of it is because of the meaning that behind the actual plot of the story. And I think that's what makes, at least for me, that's what makes fiction enjoyable. Is because uh, it's kind of like an iceberg. There's there's a little bit you see at the top, but there's a lot underneath it. I think that's so interesting that you talk about that, Josh. Because
2: for those who believe, who are followers of Christ, what did He leave for us? He left a book. Yeah. Um, And at least on these non uh, these fiction books that I'm reading. Really, they're all just unique ways of telling the gospel, Mm -hmm. some part of the gospel. So, again, it's kind of like rehearsal. I don't always wake up wanting to read the Bible. But I know that if I'm going to grow in my faith um, and not just be the same person but become the person that God wants me to be, even though he loves me just as I am, a lot of it comes from reading. Yeah, reading. And I don't always understand what I'm reading. Like right now we're all going through Hebrews in our church. Uh Um, But that's why it's good to have people who who can teach us like, okay, this is what that
1: means. You're right, Joe. Just uh, so many of those stories, whether they come from Hollywood or books, um, it comes down to redemption. You know, just that people were lost, became redeemed. And that's always
0: a beautiful story. It always mm-hmm. resonates with every heart, you know, yeah. so. It's a, well, a fun fact I'll share with you guys to finish. Probably the, I think it's the best-selling fiction series definitely of my lifetime, the Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.K. Rowling, she she has an Anglican background. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, her, the story of Harry Potter, believe it or not, has a lot of roots in the gospel. Right. Which, and I think, I could see it. Yeah, it's, um.
3: I rode the rides. There you go. Yeah.
0: So, well, uncles, dad, (laughs) Levi, John, Levi, Levi, do you have a mic? Yeah, he's right here. And you got anything you want to say to people, Levi? No. No.
1: (laughs) Not at That's the, a great not answer. You
0: have nothing to say? No. Not at I, I did
3: uh, on our way here. I said, hey, we're going to do the podcast. Would, would you want to be on? He said, oh, maybe when I'm 13. No. okay oh, 13. So 13. 13 so That's next year. Six right. years from <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. I,
1: I just want to say that I was, Kathy and I uh, were privileged when uh, James and Chrissy called us and asked us to be um, Levi's uh, godparents. Mm. And uh, I remember uh, Googling, you know, godparents. What do godparents do? And it says that we're supposed to pay for Levi's wedding. And I go, Woo. that's where we draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> that's where <laughs> that,
3: that was in 1820. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <when> yeah. That
1: <laughs>
3: that's don't awesome. do do
1: anything for Levi. <laughs> All
2: right, well, and le- a plus levis he's not getting married. Oh, yeah, he's just going to take care of
0: his mom and he's dad gonna work really hard. <laughs> Correct. Work, Levi, really hard. <laughs> 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 Levi's going to live by himself. <laughs> Well, uncles, dad, Levi, thanks for being here. Great job, Josh. To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day.
3: Take the truth for the both of us.